can be less than comfortable to stir the ashes of our past, to reveal those troubling places. It's not always easy to uncover the disappointments, the grief, the anger, the shame, the despair of our past. And we call out to dry bones, come alive, come alive. We call out to dead hearts, come alive, come alive. St. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians, So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. Behold, everything has become new. Uh, Prince of Peace has a great history of sending people up into the wilderness of the Boundary Waters. Brent and I were just talking about a couple of uh, trips planned for this coming summer. And uh, our youngest, I don't think Lydia did one of the pop trips here, but Clara did when she was younger and she had a profound epic experience out there in the wilderness. Uh, uh, experiencing all kinds of different weather and the, and you got to learn you know you got to learn a lot of things if, especially your first time out there you learn how to paddle against the wind and how to uh, how to read the maps and how to set up camp and how to portage uh, but one of the main things you have to learn uh, to get up there and camp in the wilderness is the proper way to handle the campfire around which the camp uh, is situated. Uh, campfire management is one of the most important aspects of, of uh, learning how to do things right out there. And campers have to learn especially how to extinguish uh, their campfires. Uh, we all know that huge forest fires, even in this past year, have resulted from uh, not following the procedures exactly uh, or, uh, or taking a shortcut. Putting out a campfire properly uh, involves a number of steps. First, you have to kind of break apart the fire if it's still burning and, and get it down to where it's kind of uh, smoldering embers. And then you want to pour a bunch of water over those embers. And this is where a lot of people think they're done. Uh, maybe there's just a little smoke coming up at that point. Looks like uh, how could a fire survive after pouring a whole bunch of water on it, but the truth is that it can. So the next uh, important part of the process is to do what? That's right, everybody's going like this, yes. Stir the ashes, you gotta stir the ashes, uh, which as you're doing that, uh, hot embers are revealed. Uh, and then you repeat the process, dumping a bunch more water. It's really amazing, uh, those of you who have done this quite a bit, how much water a fire can take and still be uh, smoldering. Uh, so uh, the process repeats itself over and over again. Uh, our theme for this Lent, as we've mentioned already, is metanoia, uh, generally translated as uh, repentance. And sometimes we understand this word of repentance, you know, uh, to mean something along the lines of feeling bad for something I've done wrong or, or for something I should have done that I haven't quite done well. Uh, but there, there is a deeper meaning uh, to, the, to the biblical idea of metanoia, 
of repentance. And so we want to pursue that during uh, this season. Um, uh, as we uh, pursue this theme of, of metanoia. Um, so tonight, as we prepare to come forward to receive the ashes in, this, in the shape of the cross, we'll, we'll be thinking about this, this metaphor. Uh, we've defined it, uh, meta, metanoia, the journey of changing one's mind or heart or self or way of life. It is essentially a turning and heading in a new direction. So you can see there are layers of meaning beyond simply just feeling sorry that we've done something wrong. It's really to turn in a fresh and new direction at God's call. So stirring the ashes of our lives, of our faith, of our sin, of our denial, or of our grief, or of our fear, or of our frustration, stirring those ashes, I think, can serve there's a bit of a metaphor for us on this Ash Wednesday. So we stir these things and reveal the hot spots to allow the waters of our baptism to reach those hot spots hidden underneath. That's why when we receive the ashes, it's more than just the smudge. It is, in fact, in the shape of a cross reminding us of our baptism, of the, of the claim and our identity. Luther spoke of baptism as a daily dying, pouring more water on those hot spots, stirring the ashes. That's one way to think about what we do on this Ash Wednesday. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you will return. We hear these less than comforting words, this refrain, this part of our liturgy on Ash Wednesday. It's reminiscent, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, which will be spoken at the graveside for most of us, as it has been for most of our loved ones. And let's be honest, it can be painful, it can be less than comfortable to stir the ashes of our past, to reveal those troubling places, it's not always easy to uncover the disappointments, the grief, the anger, the shame, the despair of our past. When we stir the ashes around the hot spots that we thought we could forget about or had left behind us, they can flare up and reappear. Remember that you are dust. But if remembering is all we do, then the fires of our brokenness may just reignite. We are baptized into Christ's death and resurrection. This is all gift and promise. And it's why our funeral liturgies have so much in common with our baptismal liturgies. For those who have been united with him in a death like his shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. So, I can look with courage at the ashes of my past because I know that Jesus holds my present and my future. It's the promise of the cross, of my identity in Christ. That fire that brought comfort and warmth and even sustenance around the camp for a time 
cannot keep me, should not keep me from metanoia, from, from turning in a new direction. To move into God's promised future. If anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Behold, everything has become new. So, let us take some time on these Wednesdays, and we'll weave it in through the Sundays, throughout this Lenten season, to consider metanoia, turning around into a new direction as we hopefully are turning out of this pandemic, we hope and pray we continue to move in the right direction, stirring the ashes of our past so that we can pull up camp, pack up camp, get everything ready, and head out on this continuing adventure together. For some, stirring may be the pain of grief or the anxiety of being alone for others. It may be guilt and shame over past failures that resurface as we stir. Maybe you wrestle with past sins or current fears, maybe the uncertainties of the, the economy, the inflation, the jobs or politics or war or pandemic, maybe it all overwhelms your trust and your hope. So we stir the ashes. Turning the glowing embers in new directions is what we do tonight. Reminding us that we are claimed in the baptismal waters with the sign of the cross, that we are always being made new creations in Christ. This is what God does tonight. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you will return. This is my body given for you, my blood shed for you for the forgiveness of your sin. That's what God does tonight, and then sends us off into a broken world, but a beautiful creation to see where we might set up camp next. So breathe the breath of God now breathe the breath of God now breathe the breath of God now breathe It's a messy business stirring around in these ashes uh takes a while every year to get it all back off uh and that is as it should be that mark of the cross that smudge on our foreheads it reminds us of the reality of our brokenness of our sinfulness of our own dying but it is in the shape of a cross which is to say it is a claim upon our lives so you leave here with that mark from our youngest to our oldest the child of God that's what God did here tonight. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.